Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Reinvention Project with Jim Rome podcast. Welcome to episode 25 of the Reinvention Project with Jim Rome. I hope you're having an amazing week and you are continuing to attack your process and your mission on a daily basis. In fact, those are a couple of the things that I do want to talk about today. Also, I want to change up on you. Instead of chopping it up with a guest this week, I want to throw it back to episode one when I set the table for the project and I went solo. And the reason I want to do that is not because I could not get a guest this week, but rather I want to reset why I'm doing this, what I've learned on this short journey, and once again share with you some of my strategies and things that personally have worked best for me in both my professional and my personal life. So, If you have shown up looking for me to introduce to you another fascinating guest this week, you're not going to get that. But for better or for worse, you're going to get a whole lot of me. That is episode 25 of the Reinvention Project with me. And it's coming at you right now. So what's cracking? Now, when I started this journey and notice I call it a journey, I want to be very real about this too. Nobody urged me to do this. This was not about brand extension or creating another podcast or pushing out more content. This truly was about a journey, about where I find myself professionally and personally right now in my life. Like, I've had a hell of a run. And if the universe came to me tomorrow and said, hey, Rome, we really don't give a damn about what you have to say anymore, about anything, about sports, about reinvention, about peak performance, anything, Don't give a damn. Don't need any more of your rants. Don't need any more of your takes. Don't need any more of your interviews. Hit the bricks, dude. We're all good. And with regards to that, by the way, I'm well aware that that day is coming because it comes for everybody. And when it does, I just need to know in my heart of hearts that I left everything out there that I pushed myself as hard as I could mentally, physically, spiritually, and creatively, and then I'll be good when they do rip this mic out of my hand. Because contrary to what people who don't know me might think, it's never been about the ego. It's never been about the paycheck for me. I mean, sure, these are nice byproducts of a productive career, but I'll tell you what it was about. I'll tell you what it is about. It's always been about starting in a business where I knew nobody at all. I had a dream. I created a process. I attacked that process, and I wanted to see if I could figure it out and where it might lead me. And, you know, it worked out pretty well. It led to a three-decade career of hosting a syndicated radio program, various TV shows, a spot in the Radio Hall of Fame even, believe it or not, and a variety of other things. You know, things I could have never dreamed of. It has been an amazing journey. However, and here's the but, I find find myself at a crossroads. Like, I ran into a guy the other night at a restaurant that I had not seen in years, that I worked with in local radio in the early 90s, 
He told me he had just, quote, retired. Like, I can't tell you how many people that I came up with that are now, quote, retired. And not by choice, by the way. They didn't find their beach. They want to work. They want to grind. And they still have plenty to offer. But clearly, the world has changed. And if you don't change with it, this could happen. I'm well aware of this. Like, one of my strengths, especially on the way up, was I knew my strengths. I knew what I was good at, and I knew what I was not good at. And one of the things that I was pretty good at, I was really self-aware. Like, I could be brutally honest with myself and not bullshit myself. And as the pandemic kicked in, I started to once again turn within. I started to analyze where I was at, not just professionally, but in my entire life. And I realized I actually was bullshitting myself. Yes, I worked harder than most, but maybe not as hard as I thought that I did or as hard as I could. I could go harder. I could be smarter in how I worked. As an example, our son Jake is a junior at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. He wants to be a journo. He's heard all my stories, but I told him, son, you can't run my playbook and have the same results. The world is different now. And then it suddenly hit me. I can't run my playbook and have the same results. The world is different now. And as we all know, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. Nobody is staying the same. And when I looked in the mirror, I had to come to grips with the fact that I was not getting better. And if I wasn't getting better, then I had to be getting worse. Now, certainly nobody close to me was pulling me aside and saying, hey, do better. Hey, do more. You're getting worse. If anything... People close to me were saying, why are you grinding so hard? So nobody said you're getting worse. Nobody said that, but nobody had to because I knew we all know anybody who's motivated, who wants to get more out of this life knows. I mean, sure, I was getting up at 445 every morning, doing my shows, hosting my podcasts and hitting it hard, but I wasn't evolving. I wasn't pushing myself in every single little way that I could. No, I wasn't in a gutter bleeding out, but I wasn't getting better. I was doing the same types of things that I had always done. And if my goal goal truly was to ensure that my best 25 years professionally and personally were in front of me and not behind me, and that was my goal, that is my goal. If that's the goal, then doing the same things that I had always done was not going to get me there. I had to reinvent. So, no, this is not just a podcast. Hopefully, it's a mission. So why don't we talk about a few things that I've always known and that guide my decision-making and then a few things that I've picked up since starting this podcast several months back, starting with the mission. What's your mission? If I ask you that and you can't answer succinctly and confidently with conviction, exactly how are you spending your days? How are you living your life? If you can't give me a direct answer to how and why you're living the way you live, that's a real problem. Like you can't pick up your phone and say, hey, Siri, how do I get to prosperity and happiness? Whatever that means to you. Nobody can tell you what that is. You need to know. You need to be so clear on what it is you're chasing, what it is you want, what it is you're striving for and striving to be. 
In other words, what the hell is your mission? Do you even have one? No? Then exactly what is guiding you through your days, through your life? Me, I'm on a mission of reinvention. I'm trying to be the best I've ever been mentally, physically, and emotionally in my 50s. Is that possible? I don't know, but I'm on a mission to find out. See, here's the thing about a mission. I was fortunate that from a very early age, when I realized that I was not going to be a professional athlete, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. I knew that at a very early age. And just importantly, I knew the price that I was willing to pay to make that happen. In other words, I had a mission. And then I was obsessed with that mission. That was my edge. That was my separation. Hey, I've got a message for you about stress. Listen, do not let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or somebody just like me, and you're simply trying to make it through the day tension-free, Theragun can help you out. Man, I love this product. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power, and it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun does not just feel good, it gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. So whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there is no substitute for Theragun Gen 4. The old screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. So just go to their site, check it out, and the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and it suggests guided routines. Believe me, I am far from the only one using it. In fact, Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and then elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, and hundreds of thousands of customers just like me. Try Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. Go to therabody.com slash reinvention right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. I'm telling you, this product is incredible. That's therabody.com slash reinvention. therabody.com slash reinvention. I love mine. You'll love yours too. Now, of course, I had a lot of help along the way. I've worked with a lot of amazing people that helped me have the career and life I've had. But I had a mission, and I was crystal clear on what that mission was, and I had an obsession with executing that mission. That's how it happened. And now I have a new mission. And I know what that mission is, and I'm obsessed with it all over again, and I'm hoping that once again is my edge and that that will still create some separation. So my point is, figure out what your mission is, then become obsessed with the mission. And know this, it's not a mission if you only execute it a day or two a week or only when you feel like it. Then it's a part-time job. This is full-time, no days off. Figure out what the mission is. Become obsessed with the mission. If that's not happening, then become obsessed with becoming obsessed. And then if that doesn't happen, you just don't want it, which is fine. It's fine. But don't bullshit yourself and the rest of us by saying you do want it when you don't. 
because you don't if you can't commit. So what if you have a mission, but it's not coming together? It's not materializing. Maybe it's because you haven't set the standard. Like I hear athletes and high achievers say this all the time. The standard is the standard. The standard is the standard. Thing is, that's not just some cliche or something you say because it sounds good. It's real. Determine what the standard is and then adhere to the standard. The standard really is the standard. Now, I'll tell you, for instance, how I apply this, how it works for me, at least in theory. Believe me, my goal is to win the day and then to stack those winning days. Now, do I win every day? Of course not. Sometimes the day kicks my ass, but I win more than I lose when I adhere to the standard. And to me, it's very simple, simple, but not easy. Here's what I consider the standard. The standard rolls me out at 4.45 every morning, 4.45 a.m., not 4.55, not 5, not 5.15. The standard is 4.45. The standard is the standard. Get the hell up every day, not once or twice a week. Then you extend the standard throughout the rest of your day. The standard guides my every decision, choice, action, even my thoughts. So all day long I'm thinking, is this decision, is this choice, is this thought, is this food I'm about to put in my mouth, is this content that I'm about to read or watch, are any or all of these things making me better or are they making me worse? Are they going to contribute to making the next 25 years of my life the best 25 years of my life or... Am I going to give in to the moment, give in to the emotion, break down and feel like shit about myself because I did not adhere to the standard? In other words, is it going to make me feel worse? Is it going to make me worse? Is it going to make my life a little worse? Because again, we're all getting better or we're getting worse. And everything we think and do and consume is either making us better or worse. So if it makes me better I do it. If it makes me worse, I don't. At least that's the standard. And the standard is the standard. Give you another example. I work out 60 minutes a day. That's the standard. Of course, there are days I don't want to do it. And then I tell myself, the standard is the standard. Get your work in. And then I push through it and I feel amazing. And not because of the endorphins, but because I didn't give in. I adhered to the standard. The standard is the standard. Now, again, I lose that battle. I lose that battle sometimes, maybe even more than sometimes. But the thing that I never not know is what the right thing is. This is so important. It's not like we struggle with what's right and what's wrong. We all know what the right thing is. I know what the right thing is, and so do you. Do the right thing. We know what it is. The right thing is the standard. The standard is the standard. Now, there's another aspect of the standard that has been hammered home on almost every single episode of this podcast, and I absolutely love this. I've heard different variations of this from different guests, and that's the notion of standard over your feelings or your mind over your feelings. Your mind has to be stronger than your feelings. You have to learn to develop your mind like the muscle it is to be stronger than your feelings or your emotions. Otherwise, 
You will constantly give in to whatever impulse or emotion you're feeling in that moment, and then you fall off the path, and then you feel like shit, and then you lose ground, right? Does it sound like I know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because I've been there lots of times. This is why you create the standard, because then the standard becomes the discipline. And when implemented over and over and over again, that muscle gets strong, The standard is the standard, and the standard supersedes your feelings. No, I did not make that up. That is not an original thought of mine, but I did incorporate that into my life, and I'm a hell of a lot better for it, and you will be too. Do that. Create a standard, then remember the standard is the standard, and the standard or mind over feelings. A few more things that have been hammered home in recent months is I've met new people, and I've heard their amazing stories. Of course, the importance of mental toughness. We all want it, but how do we get it? Especially if we haven't had to overcome some horrific tragedy or challenge the way so many people have, so many of my guests have. So how do you improve mental toughness then? By choosing hard. The people I admire most, the highest achievers I know, the fiercest people I know, all choose hard. Not only do they not fear it, not only do they not shrink from it, they run to it. They love it because they know it's making them better. They know it's making them tougher. They know every time they choose hard and they overcome hard, they're that much closer to self-actualization, to being the person they want to be, to having the life they want to have, to creating more separation from those who will not embrace and attack those challenges. Monty Williams as an example, is a great, great basketball coach. More importantly, he's a great human who has overcome unspeakable tragedy and pain, and he constantly says, everything good is on the other side of hard, which I love, and he's so right. Choose hard. The people I admire most do, all day, every day, and I'm trying to be more like them. Now, let me be truthful about this one. I was never a huge be-where-your-feet-are guy. Like, I can't tell you how many athletes and coaches over the years have told me, be-where-your-feet-are, be-where-your-feet-are. It actually sounds sort of trite to me. And by trite, I mean lame. Be-where-your-feet-are. Yeah, all right, Dr. Seuss, I'll do that. But then as the world got more and more challenging, and everything got more and more difficult, and stress and anxiety increased, For the first time ever, I started to have moments where I was a little overwhelmed, where the moment was actually getting the better of me. And then, frankly, I bring that crap home. And then I wasn't having quality interactions and experiences with my family because I was with them, but I was somewhere else. In fact, I was everywhere else, but nowhere at all. And I wasn't getting enough done because I was trying to do everything at once as opposed to being exactly where my feet were and locking in and being present and embracing the thing that I was doing in that very moment. By the way, that's something else I've really been working on of late. Not just embracing the suck, but embracing whatever it is that's in front of me. Whatever it is that has to get done. It only sucks if you give into it and acknowledge it sucks. Otherwise, 
It just is. It's just what's in front of you. Be where your feet are and embrace what's in front of you. As my old pal Navy SEAL Richard Mackwich used to tell me, hit the target. Hit the target and move. Find the target. Hit the target. The target is what's in front of you. And then finally, mindset. Develop an elite mindset. The quality of your life is directly related to the quality of your thoughts. Because your thoughts determine your actions. Your actions determine your life. An elite mindset will lead to a superior life. A garbage mindset will lead directly to a garbage life. Garbage strategies, garbage tactics, garbage actions, garbage outcomes. We know this. Like when I'm feeding my mind clean burning fuel and running a positive, energetic, motivational loop in my head, I'm hitting on all cylinders. But if I don't go to that mental gym and work out and I don't work that muscle, that muscle is like any other muscle, any other part of the body if you don't work it out, the mind I'm talking about. If you don't work that mind muscle and go to the mental gym, then the most important muscle, the mind, it's like any other muscle, it gets soft and doughy and fat and tired. And as we know, fatigue makes cowards of us all. So mindset really is everything. You know the saying, right? You are what you eat. Body is temple. You are what you eat. We all know that. Well, that also applies to what you read, what you watch, what you hear, what you see. In other words, you not only are what you eat, you not only are what you eat, you are what you consume, which is why I don't spend an inordinate amount of time going down the rabbit hole that is social media or YouTube or other stuff like that. I try to be really freaking intentional about what I'm putting in my mind and also what I'm thinking in any given moment. That's also your responsibility. Take ownership of your mind, mind control. Those thoughts, they're not just random things that pop in your head. Keep the ones that empower you. Reject or eject the ones that are debilitating. That's also part of the standard. That's part of your discipline. This also is not an original thought, but it's so critical. The mind is not just a muscle. It's the most important muscle. It's the most powerful muscle. Develop it. Care for it. Strengthen it. Train it. And feed it clean burning fuel. Read powerful books. Listen to powerful speakers. Why do you think I love doing this and having these guests on every single week? I'm already reading and consuming their content, so I can't wait to talk to them about it, meet them, and ask them questions. Mindset really is everything. So there you go. There it is. No, I have not completely reinvented my mind or my body, or my spirit just yet, but I'm a lot better than I was when I started, and I will still be a lot better than I am right now before I'm done. I have my mission. I'm obsessed with that mission. I created a standard to execute that mission. I know that standard is the standard, and the standard and my mind have to be stronger than my feelings. 
I know to be present and where my feet are. I know to choose hard in order to develop mental toughness that's necessary to win the daily war with myself. And I know the importance of developing a superior mindset. So I hope you got something out of that solo pod. Now for me, it served as a great way to reset myself and to take stock of what we have learned and talked about here the last several months. If you have a moment, why don't you share this with somebody who you think might find it interesting? Leave a review if you can and subscribe. That way you never have to look for this pod. It will always find you. And let me thank you so much for indulging me for this solo ep. I hope you have an absolutely amazing week. And I will see you next time right here on The Reinvention Project with Jim Rome. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.